Overdope Productions presents Till I got out of class, used to stare at the clock and shit Before all this rap shit, I was gang banging and doing high speeds on the cops and shit And I'm straight from the shop, but I ball like a king up in Cali and shoot like Stoyakovic Keep applying that pressure, I go on the run, it ain't no letting up, ain't no stopping this Had to tell my little brother to chill, gotta stay in the house, come outside, he be popping shit You ain't heard about us, well you need to go watch the news, niggas know we be dropping shit Got the fans on my ass in the hood, cause they think I'm the one who been buying them glocks and shit I'm just focused on music, they say my last tape was a classic, but I got some harder shit Might be rocking the show, or if I'm not up in the studio and welcome to the Dope Real News Podcast. Take it over your listening space, whether you're listening to us at www.overdoperductions.com. Yeah. The Apple Podcast app. Yeah. Spotify. Yeah. And where it benefits us the most. Where's that? Hey, that's the Anchor app. And it don't matter who you thought I was, I go by Prestige. Hi, guys. I'm Todd, the nastiest guy in the world. <laughs> who else do we got here with us? <laughs> hey, we got the best... Nah, nah, nah. We got the greatest engineer slash producer in the world, Nirvana Nash. And then we also have the god of graphics on the visuals, Yeah, God Driz. Hey, listen, we done made it to episode 24. We done made it, brother. Listen, 24 consecutive weeks, this is probably the most dedicated I'd have been to anything in my life. <laughs> like, you know, Drake said back to back. Well, we done went back to back times back. 24. To back. Or if you take the two backs, that's 12 equals 24. Oh. Oh, <laughs> shit. So, <An> algorithm. <laughs> so notable 24s, we got Kobe. Man, rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah, uh, Ken Griffey Jr., both goats. Man. And we also got, who is that man? Jeff Gordon. Man, zoom, zoom. Hey, and this is Jeff Gordon bars floating out here. Nelly had one of them. Man, a lot of Jeff Gordon, Rain Gretzky, and uh, uh, niggas that niggas ain't never watched before in their life. Uh, Sidney Crosby, Lionel Messi, Alex Ovechkin. Niggas ain't watched no hockey, no soccer, but we got bars for their sports. Listen, the Ovechkin bar. Oh, wait. What about the Michael Phelps bars? The niggas really sitting oh, watching oh, Elvis and Dominic. Well, we was for sure, because ain't that nigga from Michigan too? Yeah, yeah. So we was definitely watching that nigga. Shout out Michael Phelps, because he was smoking that weed. Too. Hey, and I was about to say, here that nigga said, do I want these gold medals? Or big do bongs. I want this weed? He said, big bongs big all bong, day. Big bong grips. <laughs> yeah, that nigga ain't give a fuck. So, and that nigga was slaying whores. Oh, he was I knocking them down. Know. He was, and he listen. had amazing endurance. Pure you, Michigan. You can't Pure tell Michigan. me that. You can't tell me that. Hey. Uh, Michael Phelps and Ryan Lockley went down there in Brazil playing Bang Bros. That's the reason why, why, why Lockley was out there going too crazy. That nigga was out there living like Grand Theft Auto. Hey, nigga. Right. That nigga was like, we gonna fuck it up and say they fucked it up. Big right. watch. Big buns. That ain't working. Nigga, you here. Dog, the shit, that shit was crazy back then. But, hey, we're going to jump right in because it was a busy week of the culture. Yes, sir. Um, I guess twerking is being shamed now. Ah, Niggas um, done got the twerk shaming. Uh, mm. What Big else buns. happened? Uh, damn, Detroit rappers... Oh. Detroit legend rappers It's just not together right now Music scene's not Dog. right 
it takes a real man to admit that he's a whack rapper. Oh, man. honesty is key. And then old rappers <laughs> hashing out old rap beefs, right? About old ass reasons. So <laughs> we go jump in and we gonna start with Meek Mill, Millie, because yeah, that's a good. Spot I, to start. I, I'm trying to figure out like Meek. <laughs> twerking <laughs> Twerking I mean I, I get it That nigga was just With Nicki Minaj bro uh, Right A struggle twerker Any twerk that you seen After that should have been Fulfilling oh, Man Any bitch twerking after her Yeah them bitches Them cheeks is terrible The legs up to the ass Look Maybe horrible Maybe that's the issue Maybe that's the real issue Fucking with them all them fake so bitches, you, man. Them trauma, booty, man. That nigga don't don't know what real butt cheeks look like no more. Mm. That nigga ain't seen a real butt in ten years. All mm. right, because he was back in Philly with the eye patch on. <laughs> like, eye patch, really? Put a little band aid under this shit. Like, oh, that's because dirty braids. That's because son had a vitiligo, revitiligo. He was covering it up. A little <laughs> bro. The thing about this nigga Meek to say that twerking is like a nigga having thousands of dollars in his pocket and showing and having well, it out flashing. You put ass on a pedestal that's comparable to money, which I would never do anything. I don't. Maybe having some biceps. Some triceps, <laughs> nigga, something like that. Some pecs, but motherfucker, fifty thousand. Man, and all let, she got is ass. Let oh, me tell no. you something. Let me tell you something. Coming from a nigga that got seven hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry on, it's like, bro, you don't need to show no stacks of money if what you got on your neck is worth five houses. In the D right now, fifty-five houses in the D. If you want to be serious, hey, like <laughs> shit, you want to be real, like nigga, it, it, it's just it's it's crazy to think that niggas. I think niggas just be saying shit just for it to go viral, so they could just keep their names well, in the in the, the sauce. Wokeness is it pisses me off, bro. Go back nobody, to sleep. nobody is being real about the shit that they say no more. They saying things. To get people to like it mm-hmm. and to get people on their side and to be like, oh, oh yeah. bro, you bro, change it. Yeah. Bro, change it. It's like, no, nah, nigga, it's still okay to be like, I love seeing bitches shake cheeks. I do. I do. I go to YouTube and I look it up like I was 12 still. Even though it's <laughs> Pornhub and all that other, it incites me. I don't give a fuck. Come on. I don't care. But that nigga talking about. Shaking ass is comparable to a nigga having money that he's showing off wherever he at. It can't be comparable. At all. Because ass is not a necessity in life. You don't need ass to live. I see not skinny, a fat ass. Skinny bitches shaking little booties all around <laughs> like, bro, all around the dance no floor. Ass to live. You Look. need that bread. If you don't want to be homeless My thing of it is Is that niggas Gonna fuck ugly bitches Still It don't matter if ass. It don't matter If they don't got no ass Or not So saying that Twerking is what Is like that It's like son Listen Niggas will find the littlest thing about a bitch and be like, son, you see that bitch gap? I got it. I know she got a mouth. So like, oh, nigga, bro, I know she got that be mouth. Like, oh, bro, that bitch wear glasses. Oh, I'm bust oh, on her. Like, oh, you know, you know, you know, she a little nerd freak. Oh, it don't matter. She did. She, she ain't shook no ass yet. Porn. Oh. <laughs> 
Hentai. Hentai. Weird scenarios in their brain. And then go home, be off to the image they had. Other bitch doing the weird shit. Nigga, bro, we got so much more to get conquered before the ass shaking. Let me tell you. This nigga with nuclear for no reason, bro, on ass cheeks. It's just like, hey, them bitches alone. And then be talking. And then what the craziest part about it is, is that niggas be doing that little black women empowerment shit. And then who the twerk the most? Black women. So who the fuck who we talking about? Who the just just on Instagram? Damn. Yeah. Just type in a hashtag twerk. I guarantee before you see a black girl, you gonna see a whole lot of white girls. You definitely look trying to twerk. Yeah. And, and it's gonna look terrible. It's that, hold on, that one white girl from like wherever she from, she got like six point eight million. She got little butt cheeks, but, but she be throwing that little thing around. Why is it the white chicks can't? <laughs> why is the white chicks that can twerk? That's get all so dancing. Much love. Oh, cause that's just all dancing. All bitches who I know from up the street who can twerk yeah. way better than them bitches, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He's saying the word. Man, let me just like you get that white boy that can dance. Everybody go hype that shit up. Oh man, and nothing against my white contemporaries. You know, it's just the way of the world, nigga. We were just talking about Young Beebs last week. Shit, Justin Timberlake. When you white and you do shit that's black, you get more love, nigga. It's just what it, it is. What it is. And now that you mentioned Justin Bieber, that goddamn album was meaty, fucking okra. What was niggas expecting it, was it to be? Bad. Well, you know, I went in. There was like, a couple tracks on there. A, I fucked look, with. I went in. I went in with a, a clear Gomez, mind. Uh, CD was because better. I didn't know what to expect. Like people was calling it an R and B album. I didn't know what his album was gonna be because it's been like four or five years. So I'm like, well, let's see where this nigga coming from. Nah. Yeah, I was like, that shit pop. Pop and B. Pop and B. Oh, oh shit. We be coining a lot of names. We need to go trademark that. Man, that might become a. Hey, we got we got paperwork to do after the show, man. But back to Meek, like what Sneak did you meal. gain from this? I just I, that's where I think it was. He just got repost on Elliot Wilson page. This is the only other thing I could think, and this is the issue I got with it as well. He saw a video of Nikki post, I mean Nikki twerking recently or something like that, mm. and that nigga got our one of his other bitches that he used to fuck with and got pissed off. Well, all about them bitches it. out in the carnival, and then, and then decided to throw a subliminal up on the inner in the, in, on the interweb, like <laughs> you and that nigga you went lame because he out there with the cheese flashing the cheese and you out there shaking cheeks and y'all both lame because real motherfuckers don't do shit like that. And it's like. They do what they can. I'm going to say this. He per- he personally can be tired of seeing bitches twerk. Because maybe you know you spend too much time at the strip club. But don't come out like this shit is an epidemic that's plaguing yeah, people. And it's a problem. Like, nigga, okay. I'm trying to Bitch want to post her phone up. Spin the camera around. Turn that ass up. And don't, 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 don't. I'm saying I, that sounded more like uh. Nigga, uh, I had a tiger. Well, did, uh, shit. Did, did, that's did, uh, I, maybe uh, here for the you nine, have, nine You ever seen the bitch twerk to hide a tiger? Sight is be seen. I think I got something to YouTube after. Man, what, nigga? <laughs> Dance the man. Nigga, fuck out of here. My thing is this. This nigga Meek Mill got songs that bitches twerk to. House party. Like, oh, this that nigga, nigga got one of the club bangers of the generation. 
if we being honest with you. Bitches can't wait to turn around and do that intro. Hold up, wait a minute. Ask, get you know the- what I was finished? Come on, shoot us that beat kicking. <laughs> nigga, uh, fuck out of here. So, like, this was one of them things where, like, this nigga was literally just talking, like. Go home. Like, it <laughs> yeah. was a fucking open-ended yeah. statement. Like. You know how you structure a sentence and you got a subject and a predicate? This nigga had a subject and no predicate. That, like nothing, bro, nothing came after No like action words. And That's this, a poor sentence. This is the whole thing that don't make sense to me. It's just like, who are you directing this to? Like you said to begin with, like, I, you said it. Who are you directing it to? Who are you saying this to exactly? Like, twerking ain't a thing. Because actually, twerking is more of a thing than it's ever been. Literally. I mean, bro, that I'm surprised he ain't get canceled for women shaming, dance shaming. <laughs> I, I, I I am too actually. Oh, bro, because watch Gail King comeback is gonna be, but, see, but we got rappers who are telling our women a, that the they can't standard. use their bodies. But that's a double standard. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't expect Meek Mill to be in that level of of consciousness all the way. Niggas hey, he went to three Rock Nation but, brunches and think that he was god level. Yeah, niggas, <laughs> niggas, niggas still, you know. Niggas don't see them on that level. It's just like when Boosie was wearing that shit. Like, it was kind of an issue. But it wasn't, like, a huge issue. Because niggas know, like, Boosie don't know what he talking about, bro. He just Boosie. He do what he want to do. He Boosie. We'll give him Man, Meek Mill Lane should be this. Let's get that justice reform going. Because you somebody who has battled the justice system. Um, Let's try to get these young dudes in the street on a narrow path. Because you can relate to them. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, and you know what? I can accept Meek Mill talking a little bit of business about the industry. Not a lot, but just a little so he can identify with people who are like him. Because, you know, Jay might not be able to reach everybody. So Meek might be able to stand in a gap that Jay can't get in. Yeah. But, you know, outside of that, bro. Yeah, Stop. Say about that shit is cloud chasing. Yeah. And it's cloud chasing on the twerk. Because the twerk word is bigger than any word in the dictionary as we speak. Nigga, stop cloud chasing on words. Period. Hey, Nigga. So we're going to move on. And as the bitches say, period, poo. <laughs> Man. We're going to move on to T Grizzly. Dang. Because my <laughs> man's T Grizzly Dang. is fucking upset. With Royce to five nine, mm. I'm upset because he feel like Royce interfered with him being able to get that Eminem feature. I'm gonna tell you like this. Shout out to Royce. Shout out to Royce. Because that nigga album was fire. Because I can't lie to you. Ten years ago, ten years ago, niggas didn't give a fuck about what Royce the five nine had to say about shit. Niggas was calling him Royce the nine five. If we being honest, ninety five five. Yeah, Royce nine five five. But let me tell you something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the first to say. I'm not trying to hear no T Grizzly and Eminem track. That's the last song I ain't try- I'm trying to play, bro. I think bro. it would be good. I don't give I a fuck. I think it would be better than them T Grizzly Big Sean songs that be coming out. I would say produce. I mean, I mean them Eminem Big Sean songs. What if them's by the right person? I'll go for it. Let me tell you. I don't want to hear them going yeah, off of Eminem beat. beat. What the fuck you think gonna happen? Oh, him, him, 
It's gonna be his fat ass And Eminem doing the goddamn Godzilla challenge Next oh, to each other man. I don't wanna see them niggas doing that shit I saw that nigga show up in the arcade Rapping and dapping and shit And I was like I don't wanna see I this. don't wanna see that nigga In that tight Too tight white tee Start that. rapping it against Bro cause this nigga M Gonna chop this nigga head off First and foremost Bro cause T Grizzly be rapping The same thing that are not antiquated <laughs> To niggas life Eminem be saying things that he can actually well, antiquate to your let life. Let me ask like y'all this: way. Can Eminem do what he did for Trick Trick and just get on the hook, the Welcome to Detroit City type thing? Not that style of hook, but just get on the hook so you don't no you don't be, overshadow that. No, because the thing of it is, we want to hear. We want to hear the battle. Yeah, mm. you want to hear the battle because T Grizzly is supposed to be a lyricist. So you want to hear that battle, and it's the greatest battle of the young versus the old, the hood Black versus, versus the, the white. Yeah, the hood versus <laughs> you know shit like that. So it's like, and T Grizzly, I think he also knows he's not winning that battle. You he's don't think not winning right, that if he battle. don't win, he'll you, win inside of Detroit. Let me ask but you, outside of if Detroit, he don't win. No, rap wise, do you think Eminem could pull something out of T Grizzly? Yes, like just oh, not, bro, no, he not gonna. My yeah. thing of it is, yeah. is that yeah, if he was like gonna get Drake. that that feature, he they wasn't doing that shit at the same studio. He was gonna get a feature sent to him via uh, Gmail. Yeah, like <laughs> but, I think it's like the Drake Jay Z situation. You know, some of Drake's best verses to me is those songs that he got with Jay Z. To be honest with you, and those verses were sent via Gmail. Ymail.net. You know I don't even want to say. By forty, because you know wanna... he wasn't pulling up on nobody. <laughs> he had coronavirus first. Oh no 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 Jesus no, Christ no. This Je- dude is Jesus wild. Christ <laughs> Hey hey you see why I Thousand said I'm so much of this <laughs> But with um the Gmail shit they need to go in the studio together they need to like if it was to happen they need yeah. to bridge that gap and get that vibe see. going because like the young niggas they don't they don't M not giving M not giving them that studio vibe. I'm because they want niggas to be M in there. I'm I'm just saying niggas be wanting niggas to be in the studio, drinking, smoking, all of that shit. Eminem been sober for 15 years, bro. He don't play that shit, bro. Like, he don't. I think if T Grizzly had more respect about it, then yeah, I think that Eminem because Eminem does demand a certain level of respect. Obviously, right. he does deserve it to certain extents, but he also demands it to a point where it's just like fuck you. If you're not professional, I don't have to deal with you. I got a billion dollars, bro. But that's the <laughs> like, issue. You know what I'm saying? It's just like he ain't conglomerate in his own aspect. What's so. what's crazy is is that that Royce turned around though and went on that Royce on that L.A. Leakers freestyle and shouted out Sada Baby. Mm. Really? Yeah. And that's the tension that's boiling. Sada is fucking coming. Y'all, he is. He I think Sada is lost his lost his steam. I lost think he steam. is the best artist in Michigan. Who Sada? Yeah. I, well, yeah. Well, I know some personally, but niggas that I don't know personally, yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Sada is he's 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 an entertainer. You look at the he's numbers. You look at you look he at got, yeah, yeah yeah. He got no, no, he has them. He and got flow that I, other I niggas don't got. Sada, Sada got them bars that um, Sada got oh shit, Sada got them bars that's like culturally 
relevant. Yeah. Like that Brock Lesnar bar, like even though you're not a wrestling fan now, you know Brock Lesnar exactly. was that deal back then. So like he got a certain element that other Detroit rappers don't have. Yeah, I mean shit, but this nigga T, this nigga T, man, I mean, my biggest thing about it is is you can only make the same song so many times. True. Eminem True. can only get on the song and destroy uh, so many niggas. And my thing of it is is that even at this point in time, this nigga M been getting hammed by everybody. So what real benefit does he bring? To T Grizzly I get it It's like yeah It, it may right be something passage. It may But for what What's the right of passage for You not really Eminem In that same lane the gatekeeper Of Detroit music it, I'm just saying It's not even the same the lane quality. I don't even think Detroit has a gatekeeper They don't I think Trick Trick Is the only Man that's the that's, Man no That's the That's on the street. the street That's the check in nigga no, but Better check in like, at, on the, Even on the rapping level though too Cause he done check niggas In the industry so, hey Rick Ross, I mean, it's just for me. Rick Ross, he that is nigga, the only nigga still here that's just like if you get on Trick Trick good side, then you got a good chance of hey, making listen, it. Listen, this here. nigga Rick Ross didn't get to perform because of Trick Trick. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> he done did that to a couple people. I mean, my yeah, but. Just it's it just it is on it, a street level, but it is on a music. It, level it translates. That yeah. nigga T, it's it's just funny and it's weird that. Niggas just don't understand that, bro. You 24 years old or whatever. Hey, you 26. That's fine. Nigga, you got to show some level of respect to these niggas, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck if niggas be like, well, I ain't going to respect them unless they respect me. That's not the way. In business, bro, that ain't the way the shit work, bro. Yeah. Ever. You can think that shit on the street, nigga. That's why most niggas be dead in that motherfucker, bro. If, I say what I want to about them on, like, Facebook and shit. But on a real level, like, when I come down to it, Eminem is one of the greatest Lyricist to ever bless the game of hip hop, mm -hmm. white, black, no, no matter what it is, and he is from our home state. Come on, that nigga business should be in order. That nigga had that nigga helped Fifty Cent break. That nigga helped motherfucking Slaughterhouse break. Dr. Drake like, gave him his like nigga gave him gave co yeah like, like fuck out of here man. Like, so you got the cosigns from the greats, and you helped make some of the greats, and you are one of the greats. Ain't no going on uh, Triller or going on Instagram Live and saying that little bullshit. What does that benefit, bro? Instead of being a man, going to niggas to be like, I apologize, bro. If I did something fucked up, man, I got to... Because niggas nigga always like talk about... Eminem will respect that. And so will yeah. Royce. And so will Royce. Them niggas will be like, they we understand. so many mistakes even Royce, to each other. Royce yeah. said that. Royce said he used to be exactly like it's them. It's a new era. He used to be like that. So, like... Definitely, if he, if he approached them or apologized, they would understand. But you have to he show the fortitude. Yeah, you have to show the fortitude to be a man and take that approach first. Bro, yeah. it's just like a fourteen-year-old doing something to us right now, and then he came up to us and was just like, "Hey, bro, my bad. I did some shit. I I, I shouldn't have did it. You know, I apologize for it." You would be like, "All right, bro," yeah, because well, you know most of them niggas is immature. Right. You learn from it, move on. But one more thing concerning Eminem. Now, you know, the Detroit scene, especially the street music scene, we don't bump Eminem around here. The streets ain't bumping Eminem. He gave uh, YMB, uh, what, what is it? YBN Corday. Yeah, yeah, YBN Corday, a co-sign. Like, and the baby. He wanted, he wanted the young dudes that I like. And here back home in Michigan, the Detroit dudes was talking like, Oh, we so disappointed. We so disappointed in Eminem that he would mention somebody. Corday is a lyricist. He, oh, he, is. he he 
tries to be a lyricist. He don't do the same damn song, same damn words, same beat, same hell of a made this track, same, it's just the same thing over and over and over again. Went on Seven Mile, Joy Road, I was still a nigga. I'm all right, bro. All right, I've got enough. I've heard enough. To me personally, and I've said this for years, that's what hold the Detroit scene back. But we gonna wrap up and we gonna move on to who we got? Waka Flocka. Flocka. Man, shout out to. I, I said earlier. He changed at the beginning of the episode. He's changed. He stopped a lot. drinking and he became changed. a vegan. Yeah, he <laughs> changed a lot. Stop he's changed jewelry. a lot. Man, he got that bad bitch. My bad man's. bitch changed you, and then she a good woman too. Man, she had changed you for the better. This dude Waka Flocka basically said. I transitioned into business because I was a whack rapper. Nigga was trash. Bonds. But think, I think it's more to say like that nigga Flocka knew like what he was doing, the lane he was taking, and bro, the money was there and he wasn't capitalizing on it. No, he was capitalizing Not on it because he did with. the EDM. Yeah, when he started doing the EDM tours with Steve Aoki or whatever the fuck no, his name is. I thought is. that was a good business. That, yeah, that, that was a great because love that, that nigga. Flocka, bro. They, they just want to bump, bro. That shit is mosh pit music. They just want to touch each other, get, rub herpes on each other. Bro. Like, that's all they want to do. They want to be mono. real close. Bro, oh, I ain't mono. never saw mono until I went to the school, Wall Lake Northern. Bro, <laughs> I ain't no never. nigga in the hood getting mono. Bro, that nigga Sam Darnold got mono in the NFL. How? Oh, how? Bro, how many games you missing? There's like four games. They dating a porn star? Oh, uh, I don't know. I thought that was uh, Jimmy G. It was both of them. But Sammy D. Probably but, was the same bitch. Yeah, bro. Jimmy man, G that, just got his knee fucked up because he was fucking. Man. You know what a nigga say? Don't be fucking for the game. Hey, don't you? <laughs> you should say that all the time. That, but this nigga Walker. Gonna be gone. The thing about Walker, though, is, is that. Even like all of his smash songs, whether it's Go Hard in the Paint, if it's No Hands, if that's his song or Wale song, I think it's his song. It's it's Walker. It's Walker song. I mean, them them songs was smashes, bro. You couldn't go out in in 2010. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You couldn't go out and not hear them joints. So he had them type of hits, but. To realize and be realistic with yourself, like nigga, he said 2013, nigga, I had 30 million dollars. The fuck I'm rapping for? That's the bro. If a nigga give me 30 million dollars, I'm, I'm of course he made it. But if I make 30 million dollars, what am I gotta put a pen to a pad for? If I don't want to, come on. It's a different whole rap because he liked to rap. Eminem rap because he liked to rap. Them niggas don't need no money. Come Them on. niggas don't need a dime. They so, musicians. Walker Flock is just showing you that it's other avenues. It's just a game. Like, it's the football player who you never heard of for real that ends up becoming some mogul further down the line. But during his football career, who the fuck he was? Spectacular. That nigga got that big ass uh firm now. And he they just came out. And they little song that they just dropped was kind of fire. Come on. Chameleonaire. Chameleon. Oh, same way. Tech yep. industry. He, hey, drop that uh, ride dirty and got the fuck out of here. Man, Jordan, you don't want to sign my shoes? Fuck you, bitch. I'm about to do this. Like, fuck Jordan. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, that nigga. Waka Flocka, I appreciate his honesty. honesty. Um, 
Gave Breakfast Club or whatever the fuck they name of that show is. They best interview since Joe Budden left. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, the Daily everyday Struggle. Everyday Struggle. Yeah. Everyday Struggle. Daily because Struggle. They, bro, academics, it's no trash. one wants to see that nigga in person. He look like a little gumball. I get that he breaks news. It's a cartoon. Yeah, I was That's about to say ball. he looked like he looked just like that shit. Like gumball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Like Nadeska, who gives a fuck, bro? Like I just, I hate women sometimes when they just be trying to be too tough in interviews and shit. Where it's like no need. Like she was trying to ham Soldier Boy, and I was just like. Nadaska, shut up. Hey, Soulja Boy <laughs> did a good job holding his own. Yeah, but and then the other nigga, what's his name? Wayno. Wayno be. I don't know what he does. Like I don't know what his job description is. So I can't. I just know academic. Okay. Yeah. All I know is that nigga DJ Academics. That nigga is a funny ass getting drunk playing a video game. Ugly nigga and. He has no relevancy, I don't believe. Like, no. Re- and this nigga be on, whatchamacallit, dick. Uh, Who? Uh, uh, what's up, boy? Well, yeah, but 6ix9ine. 6ix9ine, he act like 6ix9ine, the coldest nigga in the world. Something wrong with academics. Bro, but Walker, but Walker really, he really, really motherfucking, like, he's opened up a lot as of late. Like, mm-hmm. he's on his little, yeah. on the marriage show, or, you know. He's open. Couples counseling. Yeah, couples retreat or whatever the fuck it is. Like, that nigga's opened up a lot about who he is more partly. Opened up about the Gucci man. Y'all can't smoke. Them niggas was like, what? (laughs) Even the bitches, even the bitches was like, hell no. Fucked up. But but that shit dope just to see, again, another nigga that was young, early on in the industry. Made even some mistakes with Gucci, who you could say got that nigga popping. We said it was his brother, cousin. Gucci made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, but, but that nigga, that nigga Walker is like nigga. That nigga Walker <laughs> just like, bro, this what, this what it is. And if you want to be in the entertainment industry, it ain't just one avenue. Come on, it's music, it's nigga, it's business. And what's gonna be the most self-sustaining thing is if you own something, and that's having a business, Absolutely. taking care of business. Right. You know what? It just seemed like an artist that's the caliber of Waka Flocka. Not the best, but you can be good enough to get on some dope club beats, say some quotable shit that make people move, and use that as a launching pad to go elsewhere. Like, he showed that you may be able to just get in hip-hop good enough and do that. Yeah, and like he said, bro... That nigga was his lyrics. His it was real. He was living that shit, so it wasn't fake. So that's the other thing. People can see if you fake through that television screen, bro. They be like, they can look and be like, he don't live that type of lifestyle. You looked at that nigga walking flocking, and early on that nigga used to look like a demon, bro. Like that nigga face don't even look I like that I, no I, more, yeah, bro. And he's older. Yeah, he's a lot older. And he looked, yeah, he and he looks so much yeah, better now. Yeah. A lot better. yeah, I mean, but you could say like, do not fuck with that six eight nigga. Like, Way better, way cleaner. You know like you, you, but you could tell if you was on a dark alley and that nigga was on the other side, you would cross the fucking street, be like, I'm not fucking with oh, this soap pound nigga. Especially if he had his shirt off <laughs> or with one of them white beaters. Oh Any man, nigga wearing a white beater with his pants sagging, I'm not fucking, bro. Period. That nigga had that one. Especially if you got boxers, <laughs> if you got real boxers on, not oh, boxer briefs. Oh, 
and they jumbled up, and they jumbled up. Tommy boy, yes, Hold on, and don't let that nigga have on hoop shorts as well underneath the jeans. You are a dangerous nigga. Bro. Guess what shoes he has on? Oh, Blood force. Blood force. This nigga was in a D. It was 10 degrees outside. Same outfit, nigga. It was just like, shit, nigga, I'm tumped up. And then you be like, then the nigga start using an accent. You be like, oh, no. He's just saying shit that you know what I mean, but nobody used the word. You be like, where did this nigga? Oh, no. <laughs> so like no Waka Flocka probably was like Crunk 2.0 Just yeah. came through Had your little Just moment in the sun And just went on Without Flocka It is no 6 9 like that Oh no You right You right You Makes right sense. I mean It's it, You right And Clearly you see the transformation That 6 9 had to make For people to believe That that was his lifestyle that nigga Walker just had to show up and niggas was like, right. believable. Cause listen, <laughs> as I said before in earlier episodes. That nigga could have showed up to the combine and niggas would have been like, football player. He belongs here. Tight yeah, end, like, maybe. Yeah. Tight end. <laughs> yeah. He looks more of a Jadavian clowny. <laughs> they could just see a tall nigga with dreads and just put him with yeah, anybody. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins gotta be. Like, if that <laughs> nigga was only 5'9 and 160, corner Richard Sherman. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Or Dreads. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Waka Flocka definitely opened the door for Daniel Hernandez. Yeah, he, I mean. 100%. Yeah, Waka, Waka definitely got a. He, he got. He made a space for his name. His name will never go. You know, he'll be remembered for a long time. No, he that's will the, be. That's the difference. That's the crazy and, part. And I don't know if it I was. I think that was gonna happen. No. I don't know if it was Waka, but I think just that collaboration with Waka and Lex Luger at that time. Mm. That shit gave Lex Luger that lane to go work with Rick Ross, do blowing money fast and all that other shit like. Walker influence touched a couple people, niggas, even though they didn't go too far. He I made mean, some moves. Niggas, furniture. Oh, furniture yeah. would have got moves for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Keith, Jay Keith on the beat. Fuck them niggas two niggas. niggas. Oh, let me tell you, niggas. Cook, it, cook that shit up, Quay. Oh, bro. Oh, you ready for it? Get your head bust, nigga. Like, so, <laughs> get your head bust. Hey, oh, that's my shit right songs. there. Oh they, oh, they remix or remix? Oh, shit. So we gonna move on. Um, I guess we gonna go way back. Way, way, way back. Way back. Public underground. Public <laughs> enemy. I haven't heard back these. Day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. I haven't heard public enemy name in so damn long. Welcome to the Terradome. <laughs> you. That nigga was trying to sound like Martin Luther King now that I think about it. <laughs> Coretta, we about to beat these niggas ass. <laughs> oh, shit. Two old niggas. One, nigga, one old nigga that's still in tune with life and another old nigga that needs to probably not have life anymore. Before we go deep into this, Bernie Sanders is responsible for all of this shit. For all of it. This nigga is responsible for all of it. Political beef, uh, like that nigga splitting the country, like not Bernie twenty twenty. <laughs> so and no, don't rip my head. So off. nasty. 
just just elaborate a little bit. Make this shit make sense. Bro, I mean, I don't know. Bernie, I don't even know what. So Bernie had, they were playing a song or what happened? No, no they was planning a rally. Yeah. And Public Enemy was supposed to be there. Okay. But the name Public Enemy, but... Uh, Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav was supposed to stay his ass at home. At home. <laughs> <laughs> he had strict instructions. Do not, I repeat, do not show up, nigga. And that nigga popped hey. up. Especially with that clock call. What? If my nigga Chris hey. say, we got Flavor Flav with the clock. Come on, yeah, boy. What Smokey say? Listen, don't call me. <laughs> hey. I'm going to call you. <laughs> don't call me. Now, if you call me, I'm not going to call you. Don't ever, 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 ever come around here. Come by here. <laughs> that nigga said, don't show up. Bro, my nigga Chuck D said that nigga like to dance for his money. <clears throat> I'm telling you, G. But the craziest part about it is, is that <sighs> Flav, man, them drugs, he was just on an intervention with his kids where his kids were telling him, bro, you got to go to rehab because you be drinking too much. And he was just like, man, fuck that. Son was falling over. His sons looked like they was drunk too. So he was like, <laughs> <"Well, everybody's drunk." laughs> is that is that Crown Royal? Is that my Crown Royal bag of change? Like I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> I am sick of this shit. All them niggas look like Spice Adams in that motherfucker. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> like look, Cream them. Biggums. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkling weed in the blood. Man, go grab me two squares. Yeah, that nigga walked into uh, 7-Eleven asking for Lucy's nigga with that clock on. Like, oh, he my in the horn, boy. He in the horns on. And he know he looked, bro. He hey. looked so crunchy in the face. All right, like, my nigga Pops, he used to love that show, bro. Oh, One man. of the greatest. L- Flavor of Love? He loved that shit, bro. I mean, the only the world loved that we show, watched, too. We watched every episode of that show because Pops had that bitch DVR. <laughs> when DVR, <laughs> DVR, DVR first came DVR. Nigga, DVR. Man, that... I would never have thought that. Reality TV, sh- TV might not be as big as it was. Oh, no. It, it wasn't. Because, look. First reality TV, super... Pioneer Delicious. Uh, Hoops. New York. New York. Like, listen. Pumpkin. Oh, pumpkin. Listen. Uh, what's her name? Shay. Oh, uh, Shay. Uh, yeah. Hunger. Uh, See, what it used to be. See, without them ladies. Yeah, Bucky. Without them ladies, there wouldn't be a Joslyn's. It wouldn't be no Cardi B. It wouldn't be no. Yeah, there we go. It wouldn't be none of them. Without. Nene Leaks and Mimi Foss. Mimi Foss. Oh, was fucking on swinging from the shower pole. Surfboards. Nigga, but but the the craziest part about these old ass niggas is is that Chuck D so smart and Flavor Flav is so not smart. And it's just so wild that these niggas have one of the greatest hip hop groups of all time. Like, it's never that fact of history will never change, bro. Like it's impossible to change. And my thing is this, like Flav, if this rally went down as planned, you still would have got your cut. I mean, because you are public enemy. It, I, I think it depends on if uh, old boy owns the name now. If I can believe Chuck D probably owns the name. Well, that's what the lawyers are kind of dealing with at this point. So 
and Flavor Flav lawyer said that a while Chuck is certainly free to express his political views as we speak, his voice alone does not speak for public enemy. His planned performance will only be Chuck E of public enemy. It will not be a performance by public enemy. So that goes to probably say that they both own, they both own the name. Chuck D does not own the name of public enemy solely. Oh well, that is right. That's fine, yeah. but look, I wonder if, who if, if Chuck D show up. Is Flavor Flav lawyer Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> wow, Mike. it's just a nigga playing a lawyer. Mike B, that nigga Mikey B. Jordan. I'm telling you, I'm telling you though. But if that's the case, no, Flav on on something. He he owns something in that motherfucker. That's it. But I want to know if. I want to know who this nigga lawyer is. Right. I didn't even think he had a lawyer. Nah, man, let me tell you. It might just be a nigga in the family. His cousin. His name is lawyer. Lawyer. Look, boy. hey, look. Right. It might be just hey, somebody. Look, it, it might be somebody who just can read a little bit better than he can. Man. <laughs> it, was his drunk, it, was, it was the son that wasn't drunk at that intervention. Like, it was the undrunk son. Unsung. So you going to write the will? You going to write the You going to write the will? You going to do it. So can I ask this about Public Enemy? When we get a TV one episode of Public Enemy Unsung. Oh hell yeah. I hope hell yeah. Them niggas, yeah, TV, they it may have already. Because TV one don't play no games. Them niggas be on it. I gotta go catch that goddamn Drew Hill one. Oh, that one was good. I watched it. That shit was fire. Oh, oh. and then they had the little special performance after. Did they, you see that? It was fire. Oh, I gotta go catch it. It was fire. I gotta go catch that shit. That nigga Nokia sure. look crazy now though. Who? Nokia. Oh. Um. So just before we ended on uh, this one, um, Chuck D just says I don't attack Flav on what he don't know. Hmm. Gotta leave him at the crib. See y'all trying to fill his persona <laughs> with some political. Bob is absolutely stupid. Yeah, listen. So he's just saying, like, Flavor Flav doesn't have these political ambitions or these political games. What he's saying is that it's not public enemy. It's Chuck D of public enemy. That, that's, that, that's true. That's true. But I feel like Flav feelings is hurt because, like, he kind of got left uninvited. But in this political season... You can't show up oh, to no. the rally with the fucking horns like on. Said, like you said, just the like Viking when, Chris, horns Rock, the when Chris Rock did that motherfucking special. That Barack, Barack Obama die. was trying to be, was, was running for president. No, that nigga said, black people to move forward. Flavor Flav must die. <laughs> and somehow, like, how we gonna have a black president? We got this nigga out here like, Flavor Flav. <laughs> and that was eight, 12 years ago. How this nigga, 15 how this nigga ago. still alive? <laughs> That's a good <laughs> fucking question. He just lost Pop Smoke a couple weeks ago. Man, this nigga, this nigga, Juice World took a little bit of drugs. This nigga, this nigga, <laughs> took a, a boatload, a JP Morgan boat of drugs. <laughs> the whole Cuban crisis of drugs. Man, wow. Man, the Iran Contra of drugs was in Flavor Flav's. Body. In his small body, that nigga built like a guitar. <laughs> Short as shit. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, oh man! <laughs> oh, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> so we gonna move on, and we gonna hurry through this. So 
Our next little subject, Quavo is set to judge the reboot of Make It A Band. Is that news or not news? News. News. Hey, it sound like Diddy trying to make effort to identify a little bit with more with this, yeah, yeah, with this crowd. Well, uh, let me, I, I, I think that after that failed uh, TV show that they had on Netflix that was like some rap shit. I know a lot of niggas like that D-Smoke nigga, but I hated that show. I watched a half episode. You didn't like it? Fuck no. What's up? Uh, uh, oh, I don't shit. know what it was called. Rhythm and Flow. Yeah. Oh, with Chance the Rapper? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I ain't watched that. Now, show. see, now, like Chance and Chance, yeah, here we go. Yeah. I will say this. Chance was awful. Was His judging ass. was trash, <laughs> especially... Uh, towards one particular artist where he kept saying, oh yeah, you a gimmick rapper, you a gimmick rapper. I'm like, dude, nigga, Chance, look at the mirror. Thank you! I'm like, Chance, look at the mirror. You and this nigga, and they was both from Chicago. I'm like, you and oh. this nigga is both the same. Oh yeah, he knew that nigga. He knew that nigga in high school. That nigga fucked on his bitch. No. <laughs> it was, it was, I hate when niggas say that, bro. It was no, cause that's what it be most of the time. Oh, it only be fucked on your bitch. He might go through her phone and see your name or her search history. Oh. Bitch is nosy, and now niggas you hate ever, you, you for ever, no reason. You ever, you ever saw a bitch about to look somebody up on Instagram and saw a motherfucker that you knew right at the top list? Mm. Man, that's a hurtful feeling. Oh, oh damn. Man. So what you was Dang. You was looking up Johnny Come Lately, huh? Mm, big Oh, what 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 my niggas over at uh oh, a million dollars worth of game? Oh, you was you was looking up Ricky Blazers and the Donut Glazer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. But that's definitely I I, I think that's news for yeah. sure. Shout out um, Quavo Shout out Diddy Because I think This, this making the band shit I, so, I believe it's gonna be good So Better We be. was debating Whether they was going With hip hop group Singing group With Quavo judging Do you think They leaning more Gotta be tool? more hip hop I mean Open. That nigga do a lot Of melody singing though But I think That's why they bringing them in yeah. To give This gonna be Hip hop centric you know And then I'm it's saying? gonna be A die line <laughs> <laughs> I hope oh, You want ratings you want ratings? You, you need, need Dylon. You need you need Dylon. Why not bring Dylon back ba- as the judge? Man, because that I, might get you the most he, ratings. He the five greatest rappers of all time. All right, so we gonna move on. Man, I died when I heard this shit. It said Fifty Cent went viral for a joke that he made because Oprah Winfrey Oprah Winfrey fell down while she was hosting the event on stage. So is that news or not news? News. <laughs> and it's only news to me because of the fucking joke. This nigga 50 Cent said Oprah got tripped by Michael Jackson's fucking ghost. <laughs> like, that is the funniest shit ever. Bro. Especially because Oprah kind of made it her business to open up that that can of worms again about Michael Jackson and all the kids and shit. About all black men, cause Man. for some reason she she ain't do shit about Harvey Weinstein, Man. even though she great friends with that nigga. I would never oh, seen him like, oh, man, Oprah and Kale. All right, Lennox, greatest jewel. <laughs> After Shea Butter Baby, it's Oprah and Kale. <laughs> so I, I I literally was on the internet and I read this shit and I cried. Fifty Cent is the best I comedian. Cried. 
rapper ever. Ever. <laughs> like, Cause I I was explaining to, to I was explaining it to my girl like you got comedians who spend a whole life just sitting down writing jokes. This nigga Fifty Cent just said this shit. And then, <laughs> listen, so that means this is how he think and this is how he believes. Oh yeah. Under the influence that JB Smooth is writing all the Fifty Cent's Instagram posts, bro. Because it ain't Dion Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit. That shit had me on the ground. Michael Jackson ghost tripped her. But if you see the video and see how she fell, it looked like somebody literally gently kicked her ass from the heavens, nigga. Cause she just like (laughs) when she fell on the beach performance, bro. You knew that that was a. somebody from some other time who was kicking her because she just wasn't good. Man. So I she she then she was down there and said, It's the shoes. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you ain't Spike Lee. Like <laughs> how this bitch how this bitch been performing for all these years and don't know how to walk in shoes. So I stand. How, th- them was the most expensive red bottoms red bottom could find. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Why the hell, Beyonce and Kelly Rowland had that Look, bitch as They standing, they dancing, they Bro. spinning, they twirling, but you can't walk. Kelly Rowland is the best sidekick since Robin. <laughs> you right And she almost Damn near Probably didn't even Have to be the sidekick At but, all But guess what She did Wait look When you Dwayne Wade And you see LeBron And you see what the fuck You gotta do to win a championship You become Robin Real quick Yeah uh, Real hey, quick It's your team big fella It's your team big fella Real quick That nigga That nigga LeBron Came down there like No this D-Wade's team That nigga D-Wade Was like Absolutely not. Hey, I'm gonna hey, miss 50 hey, games a season. I was here long enough. <laughs> look, 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 Dwayne Wade. If you do how these knees was filling, you would think different, man, nigga. Man. <laughs> you 24. I'm 32. It's different, nigga. <laughs> so facts. So he's about 28. Nah, yeah, but not yeah. much older. <laughs> he was about 28, 29 cause Yeah, because D Wade went to college and LeBron came right out. He so it was like, like two, at least three years. Three years. He, that was before the one and done rule. Mm-hmm. So yes, kids, there used to be something before the one and done rule. Yeah, niggas well, actually had to, they had to go to high school. Yeah, but, niggas, to, but if you went to college, you had to stay for longer than a year. You couldn't come out after. Yeah, well, then you had to. You yeah. was only eligible at your junior year. Yeah, I think you had to play one year or two. Yeah, two years. Something you had to play like two that. years or something like that, and you had to be like twenty one or something too. Listen, the Dwayne Wade we know of now was not the Dwayne Wade of then. Regardless, the nigga was great. No, he was. His so was Kelly I'm, I'm, I'm saying that Marquette, he was he was cold, but he wasn't like heat yeah. Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I get you that. Man. But so. it's just like that Jay Cutler at Vanderbilt. Wasn't that Jay Cutler at the Bears? Uh, that nigga oh. was super doodle when you went to the Bears. Let me tell you something Listen, about Jay Cutler, bum ass. Suck that nigga dick to this the heavens. Nigga Skip Bayless <laughs> and Jay Cutler, and he's from Mandy. Mike Vanderbilt Bro, University. Jay, Jay Cutler, Jay Butler, yeah. <laughs> Jay Butler was a very good quarterback who just did not give a fuck, bro. Like he's the nigga had sixteen kids, fucking and f- flying. Like that's that all he was doing. Quintessential. Listen. That nigga showed up to the goddamn interview with cigarettes. He was not trying to play football no more. Look, Came back. He did a good job battling, battling his diabetes than battling NFL defenses. <laughs> he put up a greater effort doing that. Uh, I hate so, niggas from Vanderbilt. I, I think we're ready to move on to um our unspoken legend of the week. 
And you know what? People from my area, they gonna like this one because it resonates with home. Mm. Definitely. Resonates oh. with home. So who we got this week? So for our hip hop evolution, you know, unspoken legend, it's gonna be Jay Dilla. Mm. The on. great late Jay Dilla, of course. Uh born James Yancey in Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh his mother was actually an opera singer. Mm. His father was a jazz bassist who performed for the Globe Trotter halftime shows for several years. So, you know, music background. Just a traveling musician family, basically, at a certain point. But a a Motown classic Mm. to start off with. Um, Really, things didn't kick off for him until he's, uh, until like 1992 or so. And that's where he met um, Ant Fiddler. And Fiddler used to let him come over to his house and use his MPC. And back in those days, you know, the MPC, of course, is synonymous with the greats of music nowadays. Right. But at those times, it was the beginning stages of really building on that MPC. And really, a lot of niggas didn't know how to use it the way that it was supposed to be. And uh, he learned how to craft it into something that was different. And it, it shaped hip-hop for decades to be honest with you literally when people talk about jay dilla and sampling because the early stages of hip-hop if yep. you wasn't flipping like a r&b hit yep. like you was going in the crates digging to see what you could just cut Digging's and man. just you know manipulate to turn into a loop that's loot. what q-tip and them you know going to those uh hip-hop summits and stuff like that where they used to just dig through crates niggas all the greats there just digging through crates all at the same time, man. You know what I'm saying? Not just your own personal ones, but the library of crates. Come on. Yeah, it'd be no Kanye West without Jay Dilla, that's Definitely. for sure. Oh, not at all. Definitely. At all. Um, so, in 1995, uh, he got, I mean, MC Fat Cat formed First Down Group, and they were one of the first groups in Detroit to sign a major record deal with uh, Payday Records. Unfortunately, Payday Records folded the next year. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Didn't so, have a big payday. So, uh, but luckily that same year, he recorded Yesteryear's EP with Five Element, a group which actually had proof from D12 mm-hmm. inside of the group, mm-hmm. you know, since we talked about Eminem. And proof is a huge reason why Eminem became exactly. such a great artist that he became as well. Yeah, Eminem will say it for itself. Detroit legend, R.I.P. Proof, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the year 1996, he formed the group Slum Village and what mm-hmm. recorded their first debut album, Fantastic Volume 1. And of course, Slum Village is one of the greatest hip-hop dynamic group from, from the Detroit yes, area, yes, bro. That's the, like, you can't get more 90s realer. 90s going into the early 2000s, yeah. they was moving hard. Can't get real. more realer than Slump Village, for sure. Uh, which led him into when Q-Tip called uh, them the next Tribe Called Quest. Mm, that's and, big. And a, a Q-Tip did it in a respectful manner, of course, because they were huge at that time, but Jay Dilla didn't like that he said that. Because it put an unwanted comparison True. on him that he's just like, I'm, we not Tribe Called Quest. You know what I'm saying? We just niggas making our own music, doing our own thing with our own vibes. And we want people to look at the same way we all do. Come on. And uh, after that, he eventually started getting into his own stuff. 
remixing songs, making singles. He worked with Janet Jackson, The Far Side, De La Soul, Buster Rhymes, of course, Tribe Called Quest needed him. Um, but a lot of his uh, credits wouldn't get recognized because Jay Dillon went underneath the name Uma, which was a group of different producers. So it was uh, Ali Shaheed Muhammad from uh, Tri Call Quest, and it was Jay Dilla, and later on it was also Rafael Sadiq from, from Tony Tony Tony. So those were kind of the groups that he worked with just along the way to create his whole thing. And lastly, 2000, that marked the major label for Slum Village. Fantastic Volume 2 came out. That made Jay Dilla start to get more into the, you know, known of it all. But unfortunately, in February 10th of 2006 is when Jay Dilla passed away. And it's unfortunate because his cult following started to expand even more after that time. And it made him such a great producer in the industry. And what we know today as the sample sound and, you know, the MPC sound and the way that we mix and flip beats is really the Jay Dilla way of coming shit, to be real with you. So that's going to be it for the hip hop evolution unspoken legend. My man Jay Dilla. Yeah, well that there was a dope one this week. Like definitely. Because yeah. like he he come from our stumping grounds and you know, we got a lot of talent here, a lot of innovators just one, th- one thing that's crazy is you could believe that a lot it would be a lot more be way more symbiotic in the D as far as rappers go if he was still alive today. Definitely. This little this little tiff that we talked about uh, with 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 T Grizzly and Eminem and Royce that that would never happen at all. We need a real gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah. And not a street dude. But, hey, this was episode 24. Yes, sir. Shit was... <laughs> shit was live, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, and I ain't man. talking about that old NBA game. Mm. Hey, <laughs> you know where to find us. Hey, I want to shout out our uh, acknowledgement to um, Women's History Month. Check that out on our social medias at... Real ODP on Instagram. Yeah. Overdose Productions on Facebook. And we out.